Hi, it's Pete Price. I'm in the Museum of Liverpool with a very interesting lady who is passionate about this subject. Um, Carol Rogers is a director of House of Memories. Now, I'm getting older. The fear I have is dementia. It's a terrible fear for so many. And the other thing that tragically happens is that if somebody gets dementia, you actually lose your loved one twice. Once they die because they don't know who you are, and twice they then die. And it's a dreadful thing. And over the years of doing interviews, I've never, ever forgotten how painful this is. Carol and I spoke quite a few years ago when this first opened at this museum, but it's now developed and I wanted to come back. And this can help so many. This interview can help so many people because everybody has to deal with some problems or know people. So I want you to really listen and I just... I needed to do this interview. Carol, thank you for joining me. It's a pleasure, Pete. Lovely to see you. This started off... Tell us briefly how it started off and now how it's developed. It started off because as a museum, what we what we really understand we're good at is looking after people's memories. Some of the memories we have are like thousands of years ago old, but yesterday was history. And we thought, wouldn't it be interesting to do something really special for older people whose memories are valid and important and connect them with the world? And when we started to look at it, we happened to concentrate on a group of older people that we felt were underrepresented. And that was the dementia community. And we were encouraged by the then, you know, um, local politicians and um, the health sector to come up with an idea that could support people living with dementia. That's how it started? Yeah. Did you ever think in your wildest dreams it would be where it is today? No. And what a great privilege it is to be able to sit here today and just celebrate 10 years of a fantastic journey of supporting people, but actually learning about dementia ourselves and really the programme has evolved over the last 10 years to, to reflect that understanding. And, and Pete, you said something important in your intro. Our awareness as a general public is growing, isn't it? We need to know more. I worry about it all the time. I mean, I interview people, I, I still do shows, I still do panto, and I struggle with words, and I struggle, I've, I've got word blindness anyway, but I struggle with my memory, and yet my older memory is amazing. I can pull names from the Shakespeare days before you were born. That's really scary. Take us on the journey with it now and how it's developed, and now take your time. Thank you very much, Pete. Well, it began here in this lovely museum in Liverpool, which, if your listeners know, is packed full of Liverpool history. And um, we decided that we would use that history to reach out to the care sector. And when we say the care sector, we need, mean people who are working in residential care homes, day centres, but also people that live in their own homes, perhaps have carers that come in to help them. And we thought, wouldn't it be wonderful to take some of our expertise as curators 
collectors and museum people and pass those skills on so carers can make use of it in their day-to-day general support for people because one of the things that we've learned in our journey with House of Memories I think it was there at the beginning was we're much more than the condition that we're assigned and, and, and dementia is obviously a condition that affects people massively in their lives but the person is still there and often they get left behind and the dementia is seen first so we wanted to use our skills to help the care sector find the person in the room let me stop you there because a very interesting point for everyone an awful lot of people are very impatient with people with dementia yeah. They've got to stop doing that, haven't they? They have, Pete, because what we, we, we want is immediate recognition. And what's hard for families, and I've seen this with the thousands of people we've, we've helped, it's very difficult. I say this as a daughter. My mum had stroke and post-stroke vascular dementia. When you're the person you love most in the world can no longer communicate with you or recognise you or see you as, you know, their daughter or their son or their relative, it's very hard on that person to stay connected. And what happens is the person without dementia, the family member, can get frustrated. It can be very challenging as a condition because... People forget what they've said, you know, um, 10 minutes previously. And, and I think families then feel guilty. I know I did. I felt guilty that I was frustrated with my mum because, you know, she couldn't speak and she couldn't follow what I was saying. And I've seen that so many times. And what I recognised was, myself included, I just needed some resources that could help me find my mum in the room find that connection with her and and um, and in not always verbal well not in my mum's case but feel connected again and feel that she felt my love and she felt I was there for her it reminds me also and I remember two listeners in particular over the years who were absolutely demented at putting their parents into a home but they actually had to because they couldn't cope and they had that dreadful guilt pain and I tried to help them through it and say you're doing the best thing it would have killed me if my mum had still been alive but you know what I'm saying absolutely and I think when this is where the name house of memories came from and why we didn't call it museum of memories when you're living in your own home you're surrounded by your memories you know that fridge magnet tells a story the photograph of your granddaughter or your family member but when you move from your own home into a care setting your whole house of memories becomes one room and one of the hardest things I found to do with my two sisters was choosing which memories can mum take with her which photographs can we put on the wall and then how will the carers know what the story is behind that picture and that's where House of Memories not me on my own Pete I need to say I work with some fantastic people who have designed this programme with me but we began to realise that that personal story um, was just as important as all the the kind of clinical and medicines and, 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 and support you get finding the person helps the family stay connected if you just join me i'm talking to carol about the house of memories and you might hear some kids in the background we are in the museum so it's an active live museum with lots of lovely people enjoying lots of memories which is fantastic um tell us about the app 
Well, the app beca- became important to us when we, we, we recognised that not everyone can get to this wonderful museum. Um, perhaps when you lose your m- mobility or perhaps on those dark winter nights and days where you might be feeling lonely and need to do something but you just can't get out. We designed the app to bring the museum onto your lap in your own home and the app is packed full of memories, not just about Liverpool MP, um, we now this is worldwide now but it began with the Liverpool collection Liverpool stories, it's got music film, the app is designed by a wonderful group of people that we've worked with um, at Mossley Hill Hospital, people living with dementia helped us design the app because we wanted it to work for the community and that was a really good move we made there because we didn't design it in our normal way of exhibitions, we designed it so it would work for the community and the app has grown in its expansion um, we now have a program in the USA we have um, app packages from right across England just be you know early this year we launched a package with York and with Wirral we've got memories from London from the Scottish Highlands um, from Gloucester museums and Gloucester archives we've just gone across across the whole country and collected those memories and then something really happened again it always comes from people you've always got to think about who you who you're doing it for the people living with dementia and their families said, I love, I love the museum stories, but I've got my own and I want my stories to be next to the museum. So in 2018, we redesigned it and there's a section in the app now where you can add your memories next to the museum. And most people have a tablet or a phone that's got a camera. So we say, photograph your photographs and put them in the app. Our app is the only app approved by NHS England. It took us 18 months to get that approval. And that was important because it's about it being safe. We're talking about vulnerable older people. We don't want their memories to be exploited in any way. The bit that is your memory stays just for you in the app and the rest everyone can see. But it's just been a powerful way of connecting. And and what I say to people who... If you've just been diagnosed with dementia, early onset dementia, and you might be able to still communicate and, 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 and um, connect with your memories. If you start to choose those memories that are important and put them in the app, you're creating your own little personal archive. And then sadly, as the dementia journey progresses and you might be struggling, your family always knows that those memories were the ones that made you happy. And there's joy to be had by sitting by the app and connecting. I was going to ask then, which you started to answer, how does the app work in the house? So I'm somebody um, in my 70s with dementia. What do I do? Because I might be able to work the computer, etc. So it's designed for a tablet, which um, we've done a lot of research, not just ourselves, but the NHS. Tablets are really intuitive because there's no buttons. It's all touchscreen. When you might need some help um, because you need Wi-Fi when you first download it. And this is key. When you open up the app and you need a family member to help help you, it's free. There is no cost um, um, incurred. You download it, hopefully with support, and then you can sit with a family member or do this yourself. You choose the packages in the app that you're interested in. So in there, we've got maritime history, we've got Irish heritage, days out, transport, going to the cinema. Let me stop you there. So you don't have to be bored and go, oh, I don't like that, don't like that. Choose what you, you want. You can find what yeah, you yeah. want. And it downloads the packages that you want to choose. And then once you've downloaded them, and this is important, I think, now, 
never more so than today. You don't need Wi-Fi or you don't need to worry about the cost of data. You've then got it. It's on your tablet or your phone and you're not worried about racking up big bills. So the most important thing is if you want the app um, and if there's anybody listening now and you are a family member... Do this because it's going to help enormously and help the family member who has got dementia. So, in fact, anybody is listening also that is maybe starting to suffer with dementia, get somebody or a friend, if you haven't got a family member, to go through this, find out what you want, download it, and you've got your own little memory there in your tablet. Absolutely, and it's called My House of Memories. So, um, and there's only one of them, and, and it's on Google Store or an Apple store, it'll work on an Android or an iPhone. Let me stop you again. For those people that are listening, please don't be frightened by this. Get somebody in to help. I mean, I'm using my phone all the time, but I have to go through the stages and learn again. So please don't be put off, because this could be a real lifeline. Get a friend or a family member. It's called what again? My House of Memories. Now, Pete, if you have got some support and you're part of a community group or a network, we've got a little programme that we're still running that means we can come out to you and your group. We've got some free iPads which we'll loan to you for free and we'll teach you how to confidently download the app as well. So my team, we're only a small team, but we go out into care settings and we help people do that. So if if you're in a group, I say a group because it it means we we can cover a lot of people at one time. Unfortunately, we can't go to people's individual homes. But if you need any help, you just go on our website and we'll help you. Right. Now, we're going to reiterate that and make you understand that because that's important. There are a lot of lonely people out there who sadly do not have any friends. Now, what uh, Carol is saying, if you get a group of you together, you maybe meet at line dancing or wherever you are, whatever you do, or the bingo... If you get in touch with Carol, she will come, lend you some of the tablets, which is those little, it looks like a book, if you don't know what we're talking about. Once it's all done, you've got your own little memory stick, and it's great, and you'll be surprised how much you go to it. I've also got to mention the fact that you are now doing memories in different languages, which is fab. We are, Pete. Um, We launched a programme in Singapore in 2019, and this is a made-in-Liverpool innovation, and and I'm really proud of that. And when we've, we've taken it right across the world, and in Singapore we developed it in Chinese, Mandarin, Tamil, and Malay, because they are the working languages of Singapore. Closer to home now, um, we've just launched an app package with the Liverpool Yemeni community, and we have a bilingual programme in the app now that is in Arabic and English. And in next year, we're about to launch House of Memories Cymru, and that's going to be a fully Welsh-speaking version of the app. And what we're looking for, and I hope you don't mind me, we're looking for supporters to raise the funding to keep putting more and more languages in there. And the reason being, Pete, is with dementia, if English isn't your first language, you will go back to your, 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 your language that you were born into, and that's the language that you'll recall. So it means that we can be really inclusive for the whole of the community. I was just about to say then... And you made the most unbelievable point. So if you uh, were Indian and you came over, 
when you have dementia, you lose the English and go back to your own language? I mean, it's different with different people, but that's definitely something that's recognised. If you, if you, lots of our memories that we can recall, and, and I need to stress, no two people experience dementia in the same way, so I don't want to generalise. Yeah, yeah. But it is, it is fairly common. That's an interesting point. Yeah, no, yeah. it is. And, and, and also, you know, it, it means that not only you, but your family members and perhaps your carers then can connect with you because they found a way into your memories. Mm. Language um, is an important, and language diversity is really important for the care sector. Especially the world we're living in. If you've just joined me, I'm talking to Carol Rogers, who is um, a director of this House of Memories, and we're based in Liverpool at the university, at the university, the museum. That was uh, going back in time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here because I'm just fascinated by this, and it touches so many people and so many lives right across the world. This is why I'm doing this interview with Carol. I think it's an important interview and I think you should pass on um, this uh, interview to other people because it will help. Now, there's two more things. One, the suitcases. Yes, so what we've been doing for the last sort of 10 years is bringing anyone who's interested, and again, this is a free program, if you're a professional carer or a family member, and we've got workshops that we run once a month. And you come into this room that we're sat in, Pete, which is a beautiful training room with views of the the river, and we work with you for a few hours just to give you confidence to use the app and to understand, perhaps in a bit more detail, what dementia is about and how it can affect people differently. And once and we give you a memory walk around the museum and then we give you access to our suitcases. Now, our memory suitcases are really important because they're jam-packed full of objects that you can touch, you can smell, you can handle, that will prompt a story. And we've got 40 of them and they're free for you to take back into your setting. Take them back into your own home of your family members, take them back into your care setting. And you come and pick it up from the museum, you take it home and all we ask is that you bring it back. And the, the themes that we have, there's the nature theme, a merchant navy, there's a veteran suitcase, there's the African Caribbean, Irish heritage, Jewish heritage. The suitcases were designed and created with those communities. We worked on them together um, and the objects in them are just beautiful. Um, you've seen one while you've been here today. They're, re- they're a lot of fun and they just prompt conversations. And of course the Beatles. Don't forget oh, the yeah. Mersey Beats. We had the Mersey Beats in there, Pete. We absolutely do. Because diverting, it's 60 years that Love Me Do came out. Oh 60 goodness. years this month, my word. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I brought back so many memories. <laughs> the other thing is, um, the, the little room you've got, first yeah. of all, I love the telly. Yeah. It's yeah. a proper... Yeah. It, it, it just... How do people react when they come here? When they come here, I think all you hear from people is, oh, I remember that, oh, my nan had one of them, or do you remember when we used to watch that programme on the telly? People, and, and immediate, this whole museum is social history, as you, you know so well, Pete. You just, I love following the visitors when they come in this museum, because you hear their stories about the stories that we're telling, and, uh, and, and no two stories are ever the same. It's fascinating. So the objects are, and are really important, and... Um, 
in the suitcase we have smells as well because you know if you smell carbolic soap it takes you back to a time when um, you can recall that moment when you when you first um, had that experience and again um, if you're sight impaired or hearing impaired the suitcase is tactile and it's and it and, and, and I'm so glad we can bring them back now because obviously with COVID we were so well we, we couldn't do it at all now you can handle and, and and what we say is have a suitcase in one setting for the day so it can there isn't too much challenge around infection control but they're so popular and and you go to where you pick them up from is the walker art gallery up by lime street station you'll you'll know the walker pete and um because it's accessible to get to and um you pick it up from there we give you all the information it's on our website as are the training days which we've just been talking about and and we welcome everyone i i, I would rather be packed to the rafters than have an empty seat interesting when you say smells yeah. uh, straight away um i was brought up in a chandler's shop and you, no one will ever take those smells as soon as i think of my mum's shop yeah. the paraffin the fire lighters the soap powder yeah. the dolly dyes i mean yeah. it was just uh, the, the sandpaper oh my word the uh, just because yeah. smells are important. They really, I mean, the, the, I mean, we all have that moment of, of connection with smell and we see it a lot. And we've taken the suitcase programme and the app programme into our latest venture, Pete, which is the, the vehicle that you saw outside of the museum. I was going to ask about that. Now, tell me about the vehicle outside the museum. Well, this is our real... I mean, if you think we've been cutting edge so far, this is where we really, <laughs> we've really raised the bar. This, our vehicle outside, it looks like a van with a big box on the back. But it's very smart and very clever. It opens out into a cinema and it's an interactive cinema. You walk into it, you, and you're going to have to come and see it when we're next on the road. You touch the walls and they come to life. And we, we've recreated iconic memories of Liverpool. So with some with our collection and others just you know from, from memories that we've amassed. So we've got a recreation of Liverpool's overhead railway. And you sit in the cinema and you, you're, you're, you're moving along the Liverpool waterfront. And you can touch the walls and they come to life. With, with history and stories about Liverpool industry. The other one, and this is our most popular one, we've created a 1950s shop. Um, I worked with Unilever, I've persuaded them to let me have, they've been brilliant, let me have access to their archives and their packaging. And we've recreated a shop, a corner shop, and we've got the original films of Sunsilk and, you know, the adverts on the telly and Persil and Pear Soap. And then we've got old money that people can see and, it, and, and they can bring, to, again, it's all touchscreen. They choose what they, want to, what they want to access and bring to life and it's just gone down a storm. You see, that's my mum's Chandler's shop. There you go. That's my mum's Chandler's shop. You've got to... You probably have all the products. Yeah, and the worst... (laughs) Oh, well, I will do, because the worst thing in the world was stock-taking day, and it lasted two days because we had every little nails and and everything, everything that uh, Sunlight sold, we we had. Carbolic soap. Oh, I was brought up with that. When I woke up in the morning, the smell was coming through to my bedroom. So, wow. So how does that work? Do you take it out to clubs or where we take it out to care homes pete we take we've been we we started it we we built it in the, the end of covid 21 we got on the road properly going out everywhere this uh, just the last year and into this 
this summer. And what well, it's um, we Liverpool City Council being fantastic, helping us supporters to get it out there. Um, it goes to care homes. It can go to community centres. It can go to church halls. It, it, we need to go where there's a car park that we can unravel it all, put it up, um, and then we're there for the whole day with you. So we've been up to now, we've been to 30 care homes in Liverpool. Um, I think 1,200 people have had the experience. Care homes are asking us to go back now, which is brilliant. Wherever I can, I try I try to make it free of charge. Um, it comes with a full-time facilitator who, who was just here earlier, Cathy. She's amazing. We ring the care home up the day before or the week before and we say tell us about your residents what are they interested in what they want to do and what we do is take the right the suitcases we take the cinema we take the app and we're with you for a day and we give we give people the most amazing days out because as well as the stories about the museum we've also got digital films that we've commissioned where you can sit on the beach or you can walk through a forest or you can sit by a waterfall and it's about mindfulness and just you know if you're in a care home and you you're not getting out and let's face it there's lots of elders who really their world before covid was was what we've just experienced their world was very small and for this to come into your space and it's magical and it just it just creates a moment that you just don't get anymore in your life and it's very powerful so we're we're always fundraising for it if there's anyone out there who can help me um you know get it on the get it out to places because i have to pay for the diesel and the driver but we just we just get it out to places and and so far the response piece it's been amazing carol to finish off what do you want people to take from this interview I'd like people to take from this interview that like, we're all living longer and we all want to live well into our later life and we all deserve to be valued for the contributions that we've given to the, you know, the communities that we live in and what House of Memories is saying to people see the person that maybe has been diagnosed with this um, condition more than just the person living with dementia, find out who they are, connect with them and help their families stay connected and I, I'll tell you now, your life is richer for it and you get far more from House of Memories back than you give and for us I would just like to see every care home, I'd like to see this as part of care just what we do, so you take the tablets that you, you swallow but you also have the tablet that you can engage in I think it's massively important that we see people because more of us are going to live longer and we want the world to be a, a better place in our later life Carol, how can they find out more about House of Memories? Well, if they go onto our website, Pete, House of Memories, just Google House of Memories, you'll get there. If they're in the museum, they can find out at any of our museums, just ask about House of Memories. Your programme and programmes like this help me enormously reach people and get out there. Everything that I've touched upon today with you, people can access. If you're, if you're in business or you want to sponsor us, yes, we'd love to hear from you as well because we, we need to keep bringing the resource in to get out um, and I think you know through that it's not a one-off you can borrow the suitcase as often as you like the real asset is the museum as well Pete we're open seven days a week we're free to the public come in we've tried to design our spaces to be um, accessible for, for everyone so make use of the museum as well and um, we look forward to seeing you and we look forward to getting out to wherever, wherever you are and is there a simple phone number people can use at all do we know we'll um, yeah. I'll, you know what Pete I'm going to have, I don't know that, that's how technical I am. That's I all right, that's all right. Number, we will put the phone number on you. under the interview. 
Thank you, Peter. So we'll put great. the phone number. It's a, the simplest thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, phone numbers. You, I mean, and the irony of what you've asked me is on the website, if you're not sure, you can phone us to find out more. I just don't know the number. <laughs> Excuse me. You've done very well so far. I'll forgive you for that <laughs> on the phone you. number. Thank, Thank you. you so much for telling us all about it. I think it's absolutely essential because people are living longer and more and more people seem to be living with dementia and it is a dreadful, dreadful, dreadful disease, an illness that is just vile. I'm House of Memories uh, with Carol and it's been a joy. Thank you. Thank you, Pete. And if you enjoy that, we've got some great podcasts. Why not just subscribe? It's free.